Welcome to the Make Me a Marketer Show with your host, Landon Hobrin, where we strip down the hottest marketing strategies so coaches and course creators can simplify their marketing and amplify their results. Today, we are going to talk about why marketing social proof is extremely, extremely misleading. So I am super excited to, to chat about this because for years, I've seen Facebook marketers posting stuff up in chats and in Facebook groups with these massive, you know, screenshots of social proof and these claims. And, you know, I'm right now staring at my own screenshot of a campaign that I was running that had a 577 times return on their ad spend. But I want to talk about why you will probably never see results like this. So... I manage about $250,000 to $300,000 a month in ad spend for multiple seven-figure businesses. And a couple of weeks ago, I was running a campaign. We had about $43 in ad spend, and we generated $25,000 in revenue. So that's over 577 times return on ad spend. We were getting sales for $1.61 for around $1,000. There was about 27 sales. But we need to remember those results, not typical warnings. You know, you see on on infomercials and you see on these landing pages in the fine print. And, you know, we all know these, you know, extreme weight loss transformations. And we know how people just like to showcase their best life on, on Instagram. And marketers, you know, we showcase our best social proof. And it can be very misleading. And what we really need to take into consideration, not only as a consumer looking at this from the outside, but as a marketer looking at other marketers. So, you know, myself, I am a digital marketer, a direct response marketer, and it's very easy to get caught up in comparison when we see other people getting these results or we are ourselves, we own a business or we're selling products or we have a course or a high ticket coaching program and we see somebody saying that they're getting these results with their, you know, their paid advertising. We need to break this down and understand the context because without context, it is extremely misleading to actually see the entire picture. So there's three things, three questions I want you to consider when we're viewing something like this, when we're viewing social proof or when we're comparing ourselves to somebody else with these, you know, these amazing goals that they've seen. Number one is what type of traffic were they driving? Where were these people coming from to these ads? Were they cold? Did they have no idea who this business was before and they're being sold into this, you know, into this product? Or were they a warm audience? You know, had they been following them? Were they coming from their email list? Were they past customers? Or were they retargeting? Had they signed up for something or just attended a webinar and now they're being retargeted on the back end of that campaign? This is so, so crucial because we know that, you know, going out to somebody that does not know us is like asking somebody to marry us on the first date. You know, you just meet this person you know, we can't, you know, you can't jump to third base, you know, right when you jump into that conversation. You're not going to tap somebody on the shoulder on the street and sell them your $5,000 offer. 
we understand that there's going to be a period of you know building that no like and trust factor and overcoming overcoming belief patterns and building rapport and building trust with people before we're going to sell them now depending on the product depending on the price point this is all going to to fluctuate you know if you're selling something for $7 or you're selling a chocolate bar it's not going to require the same level of you know education and indoctrination as opposed to selling an $18,000 year long mastermind program so it's very important to understand all of these things and understand where are these people coming from if this was an ad going out to people that had attended a webinar or to an ad of existing customers who had spent over $500 well then it's going to really skew those results but inside of that little snippet or screenshot or testimonial we don't know that context so it's very important for us to to take a step back and understand that and how it is going to impact our own businesses and our own marketing Number 2 is how much did they spend on the campaign in its entirety not just what generated that one sale. So just to kind of give a consideration this in what I have here we spent $43 generated $25,000. So those sales costed me $1.60 each. However, this was warm this was retargeting and this was targeting people that had paid to join a 45 day journey and on the back end of that they had daily trainings they were sold into a higher ticket program how much did we spend to get people into this now that's super super important so just to give you an example let's say somebody spent $300 to get a person into a program into an audience and then later down the road they were sold something for $1000 and it only cost them $1.60 or $5 or $50 to sell them that thing for $1000 now that's still awesome you know spending you know 300 and eventually selling somebody for 1000 you know that's a pretty good return that's over 3 times however that is a little bit different than 577 times return So it's very important to understand how much money went into that entire campaign. Let's give just maybe a webinar for example. Maybe they spent, you know, 30 days beforehand doing lead generation and indoctrination and then they did, you know, 7 to 10 days of getting people to sign up for a webinar and then after the webinar they went through a 10 day sales phase. You can't only look at that sales phase in isolation and say, okay, they sold somebody into a $2500 product and they spent x but they also spent an amount of money in generating the leads and they also spent a certain amount of money in that initial indoctrination and pre-launch sequence and possibly even more money in everything that led up to that point as well now number 3 is how much time and money did they spend to get to the point of what you're seeing right now This is something that people just sometimes miss and it's very very easy. We we like to just kind of view that one point in their journey in isolation and forget all of the stuff that went into actually getting to that point. You know, let's say they have spent 3 years testing and trialing to get to this point where they can have this fantastic result. 
even myself, myself and my wife, our businesses, we spent years trying to get to a point where we could have a profitable lead generation campaign for a webinar and then successfully sell people into it on the back end. There's so many moving parts that go with this in terms of offers and you know how you're showing up and how you pitch and all of these things. How much time and money were invested to get to the point of success that we're now seeing? Are they brand new to the market or have they been doing this for a decade? Are they brand new to the market or have they spent $300,000 testing this out to get to a point where they're now seeing fantastic results? It's very different. And it's very different when you are now looking to hire an agency or you're looking to now do this for yourself. Just some other things that we need to consider is, you know, who are they? You know, are they, a, you know, an authority inside of the market? Are they brand new and unknown? Do they have 100,000 followers on Instagram? Do they have 2 million views on YouTube? Or are they just starting out and have, you know, 100 followers on Instagram because they're brand new? What are they selling? What is their offer? What is the price point of it? Is it a $27 ebook? Is it an $18,000 mastermind? Are they solving a super big pain that everybody is looking for? Or are they selling something that people might not be aware of that they need yet? And how are they selling it? Is it cold traffic to a landing page and a sale? Is it through a webinar where they're getting on the phone with people? All of these things have different ways and different conversion rates and different processes that go along with it. And also, how saturated is the market? Are you selling something to a group of people that are being marketed to every single day by thousands of people and it's very, very noisy? Or are you selling it to a group of people where you're the only one or one of few people selling what you're selling them? That's a much easier and lower cost endeavor. And how are they positioned in the market? How are you positioned in the market? Just like we said, are you a celebrity authority? Are you on your way up to building into that? Because taking all of these things into consideration, your price points, how you're positioned, what you're selling, how you're selling it, and how saturated the market is, is going to dictate a lot of things that lead into that point of highest conversion. Do we need to spend time building ourselves up in that authority status? Do we need to spend time building that brand awareness, building authority, indoctrinating our audience, getting all of these followers and people, not necessarily Instagram followers, but people into our world, getting them to a point where they are ready to purchase from us. And then we can see that really high success rate. But we can't necessarily jump straight to that without putting that initial legwork. You know, and it just, it's very simple. If somebody say comes to me as a marketer and they have an offer that is proven to convert, they've generated revenue in the past doing it, and they have a history of success running paid advertising on Facebook, well, yeah, then the odds of hitting a home run on, you know, try number one is a lot better than if it is a brand new, you know, company or personal brand They're selling something that they've never sold before. It's just in its infancy. They just created it. They have a sales funnel or a webinar or sales page that 
hasn't actually been used before, so it's brand new and untested, so we don't know if it works, and all of the assets are just all brand new. So, you know, the odds of, you know, striking gold on the first swing are going to be much different in that scenario. So anytime that I'm working with somebody or I have my own personal products or my wife's business, these are all things that we need to take into consideration. And it's a lot of expectation management. We are always going to hope for the best case scenario, but in certain situations, there's just more things for us to consider. So we we need to, as you know, personal brands and as advertisers, we can't judge a book by its cover. We need to understand the context of what people are saying when, you know, I can post up a screenshot and go 577 times to return on ad spend, you know, you know, apply here to work with me in my business. That's so misleading. And I personally just fucking hate that shit. I hate this black and white mentality. There is so much more that goes into this world. And all I want to do is share that with you so that you can be better informed when you're making decisions of who you're going to work with, how you're going to go about growing your business and understand in order to be a successful marketer, we need to understand context because once we do, we are going to be so much better off because we can remove ourselves from comparison and these high expectations, bring ourselves back down to earth, execute the proper strategy and see success. All right, until next time, I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to today's show. And if you enjoyed it, it would mean a lot to me if you could leave a review wherever you get your podcasts. And if you want to say hi, if you want to connect further, feel free to connect with me on Instagram at Landon Pobrin or check out my website, landonp.com. I'll talk to you soon.